0: Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jamison.
1: They're going to be doing this puzzle all night long.
0: And Chris Worm. What are you doing, Anita? We just watched episode 18 of the challenge, Ride or Dies. We saw the finalists wade through a bog, Jordan being an asshole, and everyone eats spaghetti. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first some questions. So I asked this last week, but I'm going to ask it again. Was the second part of TJ's final a good use of time, Wern?
2: You know, I don't think so. Um, You know, yeah, they did a lot of running and a lot of stuff that just took a lot of energy, a puzzle. But, you know, the whole time I just keep thinking like, well, It just feels unfair just because 100 hours, right? It feels unfair still that like Tori and Devin have this massive lead and it's just kind of totally lost because, you know, uh, they basically all just sleep for a whole night with no like there's no advantage or disadvantage for their sleeping. You know, it just I don't know. It just it all feels like, okay, it's just 100 hours to be 100 hours and it doesn't necessarily like weigh anything on the final. It's just like, well, you just have to do a lot more shit. I don't know. That's how I feel about
1: it. Good feeling to have. It doesn't like, go ahead, Danny. It doesn't feel like there's any point to the 100 hours.
0: Yeah, I was going to say th- there yeah. doesn't seem to be any repercussions for any of this stuff. Like, it, you know, th- there's in seasons past, there's been like big advantages to finishing first on something, but like, there's been no twist. Like you said, anytime that they all go to sleep, like it seems like a clean slate the next day. I don't know. It just feels like there's no rhyme or reason to like, the checkpoints or like finishing first unless it's all being timed but it, it doesn't seem that way
1: exactly and like you know when we first saw 100 hours i was like oh fuck yeah and now i'm like fuck no like i just can't it's it, it just a dragon dragging on and it does to your guys' points there's no there's no point to a lot of these things it's just like aimless running and another puzzle run to this puzzle and then run to this puzzle and then run to this puzzle and then sleep. And I just like, I I don't know. It just doesn't, you know, the, the drama isn't there. um, The intensity isn't there as much. It just kind of feels pointless in a lot of ways.
2: Yeah. Like, I guess that was the thing too. It's like they ended the one day with a puzzle and I was kind of like, well, okay. I, I feel like there's no stakes, right? Because it's like, you're at camp. You have a puzzle in front of you. So what if it takes you a long time to do the puzzle? Like, go. you could probably just go sit down and, like, think about the puzzle for a little bit and get up and do the puzzle. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, there's no, there was no, there's nothing about it that, like, really had any repercussions to it. Like you said, Danny, it's like there's no real advantages. So it just seemed kind of pointless in a way. I, I don't know. Feeling a little lost.
0: Yeah, I think um, there's a there's a limit to how much final we need, I think, especially as you guys, I'm, I have no doubt that this has been tiring and like grueling for them. But when it's oh, the babe. same thing over and over again, it's hard to like, it, it's hard for it to stand out as difficult, right? If you're just watching two full episodes of Running to Puzzles.
1: Yeah, and like, yeah. It's, it's really mind boggling that you think 100 hours, like all these different days, like the the intensity and the you know the drama would be up there but then i started thinking about like past finals and we had ones where like natalie was passing out west collapses um or that 100 that one uh elimination where like hunter and natalie where just like straight torture like it's weird like the the finale should feel very heavy and intense and, and crazy and this just kind of just feels like you know a decathlon or like a quick run
2: yeah. You know what I think it is, is uh, it feels like it's just grueling to be grueling, right? Like it's not a final to be competitive, at least that we've seen yet. Like, yeah, they've been kind of like going back and forth and like there's been lead changes, uh, you know, just Nani and Bananas kind of taking the lead a little bit or whatever. But like it hasn't been like anything of like it's a real it doesn't feel like a competition. It feels like one of those like things where it's like you just do it. To say you finished it like, like a fucking mud run or whatever, whatever the fuck, those like Tough Mudder or something, you know? It's like, yeah, you could go for time, but it's like, hey, I just finished it. I finished TJ's final. That's what it kind of feels like right now. It's yeah. like just something you do to complete.
0: <laughs> and we have no, like, finish line to look forward to. Like, in other finals, it's like, oh, they're going up that mountain, so I at least know, like, where this ends. And this, it's like, who knows? Like, it, it seems like it's being yeah. like, made up as it goes along. So... Jameson, do we need the eating challenges to be gross food? Or did we learn that volume works?
1: Um I mean, I guess no matter what, you're getting some puke. Um, no matter what, you're getting the the, the projectile vomit. Um, I kind of like when it's like really weird dishes, like and they're small dishes or whatever. Like I like when it's like, all right, now you're gonna dr- try these testicles. And now you're gonna do the innards of a fucking crocodile. Like I just like I want some of that. Versus like when I'm looking at those that pasta, I'm, I'm like, hey, that looks kind of good. I know they're throwing up, but it looks kind of good. So I'm kind of into it. And the fact that they just keep going and going, I was like, it, again, it just it's honestly a great representation of the hundred hour final. It's like the same thing stretched on way too long. And I kind of just want some different, you know, give me like, give me seven different animal testicles versus, you know, a big old plate of pasta and maggots and whatever the fuck that was.
0: Chris.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I, I want something a little bizarre, maybe some local flair, you know, uh, I watching that I was just kind of like, yeah, I I love pasta. Like, I don't know if there was bugs in it or there happened to be a bug in Like, a bug flew into uh, Devin's pasta or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Because they didn't really make a big deal of there being bugs in there, if there was or not. But, like, dude, I love bread and I love pasta. I was watching it like, hell yeah. I would have loved to sit down. I mean, granted, it is a lot. You got to eat a lot there. But, like, dude, I would have loved to sit down after a long day of running my ass off and just fucking chow down on a whole lot of spaghetti. Like, that would have been fine with me. You know, I don't know if I could eat that quantity, but still... The, you know, the point remains, I'd rather it be something gross that's like a little bit of a challenge. Like, And I think bananas even said like, hey, we just like carbo loaded last night. Like, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. They must be feeding them something when the cameras are off. I mean, it's four days long. It's not like this is the only meal they've had. I can't imagine. But like, yeah, it didn't seem that bad. And then they got ice cream. Like, as long as, I don't know, they're all kind of doing it for time. But like, <laughs> you should have just figured like, just like the other two days, or whatever, however they've gone, however long they've gone now, it's like, yeah, there's no real like consequence for doing it faster or slower. So, who cares? Like, you just get to go to bed and get horizontal quicker. Like, <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel about it, Danny?
0: Like, I thought it ended up being more entertaining than I thought, mostly because of Nani just like eating spaghetti like a psycho, and it was funny. But like, I think part of all of this is you need to be able to like live vicariously through it. And we've all felt full from pasta before, so it didn't feel like anything too crazy. We're like, I don't know what it's like to eat a goat taint or something, you know? So, like, when they put that in there, (laughs) then I'm like, oh, God, that's disgusting, and the texture looks horrible. This, it's like, yeah, we've all been full before. It's uncomfortable, but I don't know. You're doing it for a million dollars. It just didn't feel extreme enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I want the, like, the fear factor shit, man. Like, bring back the fear factor kind of stuff. That shit's, I feel like that's been kind of missing.
0: All right, let's do killed it or send it home. Chris Warren.
2: Uh, So, like we were just talking about, uh, lots of pasta tonight. And it made me uh, harken back to my high school days and the Olive Garden. And thinking about endless pasta. And I just wanted to know... Were you guys down with endless pasta at Olive Garden ever in your lives? Killed it or send it home.
0: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send home uh the Olive Garden Endless Pasta. I think I've only been to an Olive Garden like once, maybe twice. <laughs> and I, I thought the the breadstick was fine that everybody raves about, but I I never need to go back and I certainly wouldn't um pile on all the extra calories shoving down their shitty pasta. So, <laughs> so I'll send it off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, Chris, you really hit uh, a chord with this one, man. For me, I I kind of feel like I lived two lives. I grew up in Colorado, like you know, fast food is on every fucking corner, and you know, Olive Garden in Colorado is like, oh wow, that's a real Italian food, you know. And <laughs> and so growing up, you know, I would, you know, I would have killed it, and then I moved to the East Coast uh I tasted real good Italian food and I married someone who's a full-blooded Italian who would fucking burn every Olive Garden to the ground and so I you know I have to send it home now because now I've tasted legit Italian food now I know what it is and god Olive Garden is trash it's trash I'm sorry to everyone out there who may think it's legit but it's it's straight up garbage it 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 should be if they should take they should bring Olive Garden food to the challenge and say, you're going to eat breadsticks from Olive Garden. And they'd be like, oh, no, breadsticks from Olive Garden. I would fucking, you know, you'd lose it.
0: (laughs) The breadsticks at Pizza Hut are better than the breadsticks at Olive Garden.
1: Oh, 100%. They're so doughy and just fucking gnarly. Get out of here. Chris? Chris Warren? Well,
2: I'm going to kill it. I don't even care. I love (laughs) pasta just in general. I know it's shitty pasta, but, like, I would still... I don't know. I feel like I would still eat Olive Garden if I had to, you know, it, and there was an Olive Garden there sitting aside, the you know, uh, Longhorn Steakhouse or something, I would just go to Olive Garden, I think. But um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It has a place in my heart. I don't know why. It it really is not good. I totally agree with you guys on that. It is shit pasta, but fuck, I just like pasta. I don't know. It like it's hard to fuck up that bad. So I don't know, I'm gonna say killed it
1: have you had their chicken alfredo man you're pooping your brains out
2: oh don't well you don't fuck with the alfredo now like there are limits there are limits to what (laughs) we can do you got to keep it simple
0: there jameson what do you got
1: all right guys like the amount of puzzles in this thing has been overwhelming i mean it's just kind of been a lot so i don't know how you guys feel i know you know, we like something physical. A puzzle does help. But Killer sent home the amount of puzzles that we've had in this finale. In this season. I mean, it's been a lot.
2: Yeah, I'm going to send it home. I think some of them have just felt unnecessary. Uh like, like the one where they did it when they got back to camp. Um It just feels like, okay, here's the puzzle. And I get, like, puzzles are, like, the great equalizer in a way. You know, like, they give teams – a chance to really make up ground. Um, and that's all great. But like, I think in the scheme of this final, like we've been saying, it's just like, what are the stakes? I like, you know, it's not like a full on race. Like, Hey, we got to get to the top of that mountain and halfway up or, you know, two thirds of the way up or whatever, there's a puzzle. And I can see the team coming up the mountain behind me. I like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like, Necessary in this final, like if, if you're gonna make the final be about 100 hours, and I know these guys need rest, but like, yeah, make it if it's just about being grueling or whatever, then make it more grueling. Like, I don't mind the puzzle where you have to, you know, they did today, they go through the swamp bog or whatever, and like they got to run over to the thing and climb up, and like that's okay to me because I'm like, oh they're running back and forth and it's taking energy and time, whatever. I get it, it's 100 hours, it feels like a burden more than it is like something you should be excited about, but um. Yeah, it's too many puzzles, too many puzzles. So I'm going to send it home on all them goddamn puzzles, Danny.
0: (laughs) I'm going to send it home, too. I think, as you said, you know, the puzzles used to be like a curveball for like meatheads like Brad, so that like they thought they could power through every event and then they would face a puzzle and they'd be like, oh, shit, I got to use my brain where (laughs) now it feels like there's a puzzle in almost every aspect of this show. It's in the eliminations. It's in almost every daily challenge. It's been on every checkpoint in this. So I just think it's being overused, I think, where it used to be like a specialty to reward someone that like was actually smart and they could figure that out and sort of was the, the great equalizer, as you said. And now, it, I mean, you have to be really good at it because it's everywhere.
1: Yeah. 100%. Obviously, we know where I'm headed. Send it home. I just sometimes you just get back to basic, you know, like I I would not be upset if every season I saw the same, you know, challenges every every season, like melt some ice with your butt, melt some ice with your butt. Like, it's not that hard to go back to the things that work and go back. I mean, I know there's some that are probably kind of dangerous now, you know, head trauma and stuff. But like, there's a lot of stuff that they used to do back in the day that just worked and now it just feels very puzzle heavy uh, because maybe they're nervous about the physicality and people getting hurt well welcome to the fucking challenge bitch like uh, you know shout out to the OC welcome to the OC bitch well this is what we do here you know we're we're physical you might get a, a broken arm I don't know I just think that I, I just miss that those kind of physical things and um, it'll be interesting you guys I got some juicy deeds today about challenges that were in the show that they didn't they didn't air they weren't puzzles so i just don't get it i don't get the the you know i get you know wordle is cool now everyone likes to spell but uh i just feel like you know why are puzzles you know the new thing the bees knees.
0: everyone likes to spell uh that's good um so (laughs) I watched this episode uh, with my sister and brother in law, and my sister came up with this one. So, shout out to Brittany. We saw Johnny taking a poop in the woods at one point, but is everyone doing this or do they have porta potties off camera? So, killed it for the porta potties or send it home if they're forced to pee and poop in nature? Chris Warren.
2: You know, I want to send it home. I want to send it home. And I want to think that Johnny just, uh, you know, pooped a little bit closer to. Camp than everybody else, but I gotta say, killed it. They got porta potties, they gotta have porta potties. I mean, there's gotta be production. I mean, if they're all staying at this one little camp or whatever, there's gotta be like a production trailer there that they go. I don't know what it is, I feel like this has just been soft. There's no, no reason in my mind that I think they, you know, don't have porta potties. Like, I they gotta have them, and there's gotta be two ply, at least if not triple ply toilet paper in there. <laughs> uh because like and again and so i was getting like a little off topic but it just all the stuff we're talking about is making me think like tj keeps saying oh there's a distinct advantage to winning today you don't want to lose this one and it's like what has been that advantage like we haven't even seen like i don't know in the past it's like oh you know everybody gets to sleep in their tent but you got to sleep outside or you know what you know there's like shit like that and that hasn't happened at
1: all good point i'm
2: like I feel like I'm missing that, you know, like they even had the thing where it was like uh, a few seasons ago, whereas in the snow and like Fessy and uh, somebody else, I don't remember who it was, had to sit outside at the fire. And like, yeah, uh, I think it was Nam maybe or something. And it was just like, that's a real fucking like, that's a real punishment for like not doing your shit and a real disadvantage. They sat out there for like three hours or something, huddled around a fucking fire. Where is that shit, man? I think they got porta potties <laughs> That's
0: it, <laughs> Jameson.
1: I I agree all the way, Chris. I think you know. Look, if porta potties is their one luxury, cool. Let's give them the porta potties. But everything else that we're not, you know, that we're seeing, I want to see some fucking. I don't know what it is. I just want some torture. I I like. I want them to, you know, be. In, I know. Actually, you know, we have seen in this finale like someone break a nose and like a finger get ripped off. But give me the give me a whole hand ripped off, you know? Like, um, I just I just think they're too soft, Chris. I know we started the the kills are sitting at home is about porter potties, and then somehow we're talking about, you know, the whole season being soft. But I think that's a great transition, Chris, because it, it is. It just it just doesn't feel I think your example of, you know, one person has to gets a tent, the rest has to sleep outside or whatever, have to sleep on rocks. And it makes sense. Uh, like that's where the show used to be. And the perfect example. I said at the top of the show is a joke, but it was like it just summed everything up. It was, you know, TJ looks at the camera right down the barrel of the camera, and he's like, "They're gonna be doing this puzzle all night long." And I was like, "All right, yeah, losing <laughs> sleep." And then Devin and Tori do it in fucking two minutes. It was just like <laughs> done. They just like, "Okay, we're done." And I was like, no. "What the fuck?"
0: It was like uh, the SpongeBob, like one minute later, and then yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all with you there, Chris.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna join you guys. Uh, send it home. They're you know, they're getting like nice tents to sleep in, so they definitely have a nice porta potty to poop in. So, you know, do I wish that they all had to really uh, live it up in the elements though? But what are we gonna do? Just complain about it, I guess.
1: What are you, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> time to get juicy with Jameson's juicy
0: deeds
1: all right guys you know as the I tell you this every season but as the season goes you know to the to the wire to the end here it's always hard to find deeds because there's less people on the show to you know provide the deeds but I did find a few this and it kind of all centers around uh the the you know this finale and what's going on there i got one extra one that's just kind of silly but first one banana said uh that there were two checkpoints in between the cars the car checkpoint uh and there were two different hour-long challenges one was a squatting challenge i don't know how often you guys are doing squats we know chris is you know squatting up and down on that surfboard um and then the other one which i would have really loved to see really simple is they had to hold a giant barrel uh, while they stood on a ramp um, for a few hours, and you know, I don't know what it is, but holding a giant barrel probably is probably tough. Uh, what do you guys think? They're, they cut those out of the show.
0: I think that's exactly the type of stuff you're asking for, right? You
1: yeah love
0: the stand there longer than anybody else <laughs> until you're about to go crazy. That's your that's your favorite.
1: <laughs> That's my fave. I mean, maybe, and I never even watched Survivor. I feel like they did shit like that on Survivor all the time. But yeah, like, I want to see, because for me, what it is is you take something very simple that you think in your head, you're like, oh yeah, I could do that. And then you watch them just like stand there for fucking eight hours. And they're like, this sucks. I'm in pain. Who knew standing was so hard? And it's like, wow, yeah, I get it now. And they just, you know, they just take that shit out. Bring back the human suffering.
2: (laughs) Why, you know, yeah, I was going to say, it feels weird. Like, I don't know. That's not like something that needs a ton of time in an edit. And if you're doing three goddamn episodes for a final, like, Jesus, you could find at least like five minutes to be like, they also had to do this and they did that, you know, and show some like highlights from it, I guess. I mean, I get that there's probably not a lot of highlights, but. I can't imagine, like, Jordan and Anissa being really cool when they're, like, exploding in the morning at each other and, like, Anissa can't, I can't hold the barrel, Jordan! And fucking Jordan's like, Anissa, yes, you can! You know, there's got to be some moment in there. There's got to be something. Something.
0: Yeah, and then that pays off when they're all like, this has been brutal. It's like, I don't know, has it? If they show that stuff, then it's like, oh, yeah, this has been pretty bad.
2: Yeah, making us look like assholes. (laughs)
1: Bunch of dum dums. Uh, some other deets, Um, You know, Chris, you mentioned earlier like Devin and Tori had this huge, you know, lead, and I thought that too as I watched. But Devin said that after the first day, you know, guess what? How big of a head start they got? Ninety seconds. That's it. Ninety second head start after like busting their asses and being way ahead of everybody else.
2: Yeah, that's just sad. Like I think, and I feel like Devin and Tori have been playing it the right way, where they're like. They're taking it easy. I mean, after the advantage is really nothing after the first night or whatever, I feel like it's a little bit of a risk. But, like, so far it's paid off. Like, they're not overexerting themselves for no reason, you know? And why would you if there's just no reason for it? I don't know. 90 seconds. That's that's sad.
1: Stupid. Uh, and then the last seat is just really random and silly. Remember Nam? You guys all remember Nam? yeah he in his in his home country he is now the spokesperson for subway really um yeah
2: <laughs> so is that like subway germany or is that like
1: subway, uh, America? Uh, no subway germany subway germany he's doing he's doing uh okay. i don't know if he's like the official official spokesperson but he's doing a few he's done a few ads uh for subway which is just Really silly.
0: Just like if you eat Subway, you get big and strong like me. <laughs>
1: I can't translate. I wish I could translate, but I you know that's what it that's the vibe I'm getting. Or is he uh, the, I new, ads.
0: the new Jared and he's holding up like you know gigantic jeans and every
1: <laughs> I didn't know where I didn't know where you were gonna <laughs> go with that route there, Dan
0: <laughs> and That's oh, all I, I, I got the big for pants. the deuce.
1: Oh, no. give me the, <laughs> the big, big
0: pants the big
2: pants <laughs> you need the big pants man
0: it, it was important to have proof a, a photo of formerly fat jared yeah. wasn't yeah. enough you had to show the pants
1: how dumb is america yeah. to think like if i eat a bunch of fucking sandwiches i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna look good like that i'm gonna lose all that fucking weight
0: it's Nothing. turkey and lettuce yeah Nothing on a loaf bread
2: Fuck those Talk pants made that. me hungry for, for subs. <laughs> Carrying those pants on me myself. Oh man, I needed to fucking subs.
0: Oh man.
2: Something <laughs> like giant khakis or jeans.
0: MVP of the episode. Who do you have, Chris?
2: Uh, you know, there's two people that I at the top for me here, and I'm gonna give it to Nani today just for the way she ate the goddamn pasta it must have been like demoralizing to everybody else uh to like just be behind i mean it was disgusting but awesome at the same time just the way she was chomping it down like a fucking seagull uh just trying to swallow a hot dog down its gullet or whatever i don't know it was just it was crazy um and it was impressive the only thing I can say bad about her was like after that and TJ came with the ice cream, she got all like kind of pissed off. And I was like, man, that's when you got to double down. Like, cause they kind of were doing it. It felt like to like demoralize the other teams and it was working. Um, that's when like, he brings out the ice cream. You gotta be like, all right, let's fucking go. You know, you gotta swallow the fact you want to be like, no. And just like, but all that said, she just ate like a champ. Um, and I feel like she deserves to be in this final right now. She had her own little injury, it seemed like, and she's just brushing it off. So good on Nani. She's my MVP this week.
0: Jamison.
1: Yeah, great, great MVP. Um, I think for me, uh, because, you know, I don't know how much longer she's going to be on the show. I don't know how much more we're going to get out of her. I think we can all agree she's probably not going to win next week. Uh, I'm going to give it to Anissa for dealing with fucking Jordan for days on end. Um, you know, if there's one thing to be like a partner and be like, come on, push it. You got this. Let's do this. And it's another to be the, the Jordan's technique, which is like, you fucking suck as a human. Watch me. I can do it backwards. You know, like he's just a total <laughs> ass the way he goes about it. And um, I just want to give her the MVP for dealing with fucking Jordan for, you know, 100 hours uh, straight of him just being a total prick. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm going to give it to Nani as well. I feel like almost everybody has performed about what I expected so far, good and bad, except Nani. She's been incredible both days, and I feel like this is the best we've ever seen her. Now, loser of the episode, Chris.
2: Um, You know, I'm going to play off with of Jameson here. Oof! And this again, there's two people, and one was almost an MVP. Maybe I'll give it to this person. I'm going to give it to Tori. Solely for the fact that she was like. When when Anissa and Jordan were kind of like going at it in the morning or whatever, I don't know, wherever the hell they were at camp. Tori was like kind of like defending Jordan in a way. Um And like it was just really weird. Like I was like, dude, like I get that you're I mean, she was kind of there for Anissa. But then she was like, well, this is who he is, you know, and like I get it. It's like. If you're an Anissa, too, it's like, well, you got to know who you signed up for this thing with. But it doesn't, like, justify the way he, like, has been acting throughout the entire final. Like, so I don't know. Fuck it. I went with it. I'm giving it to Tori. She's my loser this week just for that alone. Otherwise, I thought she had a pretty good episode. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, The uh, <laughs> that's just who that person is, is the worst excuse in every situation. <laughs> Like, this, <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be my problem that this person's a fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> no, totally. And, uh, you know, look, I, I hear you, Chris. I think, you know, Tori kind of, you know, explaining and trying to, you know, cover for him or whatever it is like is ridiculous. But I got to give it, I'm just going to obviously I'm going to give it to Jordan. If I'm giving East the MVP. I'm going to give Jordan the loser. You know, for all the people in the comments that only I read because I go into the deets and go into the deep Internet that say, oh, Jordan has changed. Jordan is a new man. Jordan's a good guy. What is that? What is he doing now that makes you feel that way at all? You know, I look, I just don't buy it. I think he's a, he's just a, a total prick. Like, I get it. It's for money. It's serious. But he just, the way he goes about shit is just personal. And like, a, like it's just a total douchebag. I already talked about how he sucks. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's my loser.
0: Yeah, he's mine too. And I think people are fooled by... He'll say something different in the confessional than he will when he's actually doing it. Like in that one elimination, he was like, God, just be somewhat athletic for once and all this. But then he, in the confessional, he's like, I'm trying to bring the best out of my partner. And, you know, I just won. I'm doing this for her. And it's like, I don't think you're doing her any favors by berating her on national TV, but whatever.
2: No, no. And you know what, too? Like, I, I don't understand what this is with like people who play sports and like. They, there's a lot of people will think like you know if they're good they have the right to like talk down to like their teammates or whatever and it's just like I mean like we're saying it doesn't make you any less of an asshole like I will say like it's much more constructive to just stay positive throughout like you can like motivate Anissa insulting her you know what I mean like it doesn't have to be like that and it is like it just doesn't do anything for anybody like you know and If you think Anissa doesn't know that she's not physically, uh, you know, a physical specimen like some of the other competitors, like, you're a fucking idiot then. Like, she knows this. You don't need to fucking tell her. You don't need to tell her she fucked up. Like, all those people there, when they make a fucking mistake, they fucking know it They and be positive and move forward. Like, I fucking can't stand the negative shit between teammates like that. It's really fucking annoying to me.
0: Amen, Chris. Until next week, that's it from the Tribunal. Don't be a quitter.
1: Don't be a layup. You guys killed it. We did it. (laughs) Less than a minute. How did we do it? Chris, you couldn't see that it said less than a minute, but Danny was like, go, go, go.